Hello everyone, this is Saqib. Welcome to episode 17. The future is playing now at Tennis with an Accent. What do you say your full name? Stefano Tsitsipas or? Stefano, uh, Stefanos Tsitsipas. Where are we catching you? Are you home or uh, traveling for a tournament? Uh, yeah, I'm home. I'm home. I'm home for a few days. Okay. Before going to Rotterdam, the ATP tournament. Mm-hmm. Uh, for the qualifying? Uh, right. Okay. All right, for our uh, audience, you know, uh, a lot of them already know you, but still, uh, if you can start. How did it start for you? When did you... When did that moment happen when you said to yourself, you know, I want to be a professional tennis player? Um, it actually came slowly, slowly. It didn't come immediately. Uh, I started playing tennis when I was six. And, uh, you know, when you get into it, uh, slowly, slowly start playing uh, tournaments, uh, mm-hmm. competitive level, uh, going to practice almost every day. You realize slowly, slowly that, uh, and especially if you like it, you know, you start realizing that, uh, you like it and uh, it's fun so you always have this thing in your mind of becoming you know the best mm-hmm. and uh, you are hungry to go out play tournaments in other country and not just your country yeah I was really good uh, in my country as a junior player mm-hmm. and uh, you know I started going uh, during the summer when uh, I was like summertime you know uh, yeah. There was no school, so I was going with my family for vacation at the, at the, and at the same time playing tournaments in south of France. Mm-hmm. So, so who introduced you to tennis? As it was... Uh, who? Excuse me, what? Who, who introduced you to the game? Your parents or you just saw it on TV? Uh, my parents, yeah. My parents, though. My mom was a professional tennis player and uh, my dad was uh, a tennis coach and is a tennis coach. Mm-hmm. Uh, he started tennis in the university. He knew a lot of things about the sport, and this is how I started. They were working oh, yeah. in a in a resort as tennis coaches. I was running around as a kid and uh, doing other activities. And a few times a day, you know, I would also uh, come to the court uh, when I had uh, young children, uh, almost my age, and we would, you know, play with each other just for yeah. fun. Yep. And, yeah, this is how it started, just you, for fun. In the beginning, just for fun, and later on, it, uh, they signed me in our local club, and uh, I started having lessons, you know, uh, four times a week, and then it became more consistent. Uh, any sporting heroes in tennis growing up? Uh, because you have a single hand uh, back. Roger Federer. Okay. Yeah, Roger Federer was my sports hero, always. The way he behaved and his style in the court is uh, yeah. I've seen some of your videos. Uh, I followed your you know the scores on the tour, and I like the way you hit your backhand. Uh, and uh, you think a single hand backhand allows you to become a more complete player because you can use the slice, which I've seen you use very effectively in the last year's uh, Junior U.S. Open. Uh, the slice shot. Yeah, the backhand, the slice shot. How do you, you see that? I feel I feel good with my back, and I can say, but my biggest weapon is my forehand. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, I feel, I feel good with my back, and I can make points with my backhand and put the opponent uh, into the defensive mode. 
uh, attack a lot with my back and take it on the rise, uh, spin it, hit it flat, slice it. Uh, I'm lucky to have the all-around game coach who learned, uh, who taught me how to you use, you know, the all-around game. He was a very good coach, and uh, I'm grateful that I had him from a very young age. Are you still uh, with the same coach? Uh, the same coach? I have yeah. No, no. My, my my coach now is my father. He's still uh, he's still my coach, but only when I'm back home, you know. For example, okay. today we had a training session together. He came. Mm-hmm. But my traveling coach is my father, yeah. So you've always trained in Greece or you trained... Sorry, keep stepping over each other. Uh, Where has been your training base? Uh, always Greece or you've also trained in other countries? Uh, uh, I've been training uh, in the Multiple Dance Academy. Uh, I started slowly, slowly going there more, more often. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also trained here in Greece, in Athens. Uh, in my in the tennis club, I started playing you know, and um, yeah, it's 50-50 at the moment. I'm in a place, you know, with uh, Athens has six, eight uh, months a year, very good weather, so it's a really nice place to practice and, you know, it's with no rains, no snow, it's the perfect place for me. And Moratul Tennis Academy also, uh, you know, in between my tournaments, I go there for a short preparation. Uh, we have a good cooperation together, and uh, they, they provide me with a coach and with a fitness, uh, food, accommodation, everything. Okay. Uh, it's really nice of them. So you speak about fitness, which is very important, which was my next question. How hard it is, uh, how, how much of a challenge it is from becoming a successful junior and then transitioning to the challenger tour and the main tour? Uh, how does fitness change? Uh, what are the fitness goals now since you are moving in the next step of your career? The fitness slowly, slowly starts becoming, you know, tough, tougher. The expectations are bigger, you know, you're now on the HP World Tour and uh, you're comp- I'm competing with all these uh, experienced guys, which uh, most of them are older than me and uh, stronger than me. So fitness plays a very important uh, role in my mm-hmm. development, in my games, really important. And in tennis, slowly, slowly, you know, a few years ago, it, it, you know, it, it wouldn't be so important being fit, but uh, uh, now it gets really important to have a good fitness coach uh, with you during the tournaments and uh, also, you know, work together every, every week so you can be fit enough to compete uh, Five setters. Uh, if you if you're competing in Grand Slams, it's yeah. it's getting more physical. So you train differently for that now, or it's the same training? Or I have a fitness you... coach. Yeah, okay. I have a fitness coach here in Greece. Uh, we're making quite often with him fitness yeah. sessions, and uh, I have uh, the fitness coach in Moratovo Tennis Academy. Uh, he's also helping me uh, very much at the moment. You know, they're, they're good fitness coaches, so I'm not, you know, I don't have any complaints. Okay. They're doing a very good job at the moment. So yes. how tough it is mentally when you come to, the, like you said, to the senior tour because the guys are bigger, stronger, more experienced, older. So when someone who's winning all these matches and now, I'm sure, in senior tour is not easy. You lose some matches. Sometimes you lose two first rounds in a row. How is it hard mentally yes. to accept that? I can say that's, that's tough mentally. I agree with you. Uh, that's tough sometimes losing uh, two, three, four times in a row. 
which is something unusual because in the juniors you never had something like this. But, uh, you know, tennis is like this. Sometimes you have uh, ups and downs for sure. And mm-hmm. uh, juniors, you know, I passed now juniors this, uh, how you call it, position. Uh, yeah, from juniors to uh, to the HP. It's, yeah, the transition, yeah. It's different. It's the transition, sorry, transition. Yeah. It's different. In juniors, you could get a few easy matches. Uh, you know, you could, uh, sometimes if you would lose the focus, it, you know, it, it wouldn't be, it's, it's different. It's absolutely different. In the ATP, you play against players much older than you. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it's absolutely different. So what is one... In juniors, you were just competing against players your age and probably younger than you. Mm-hmm. So it's absolutely different. So what is one shot that is different in junior and senior tennis? Is it the serve or is it just the con- consistent power? What is one shot that stands out? In my game? No, it, when you play on the senior tour, I mean, not the tour, regular tour now, on a Challenger and ATP tour. Ah. What is one shot that is different with your opponents from juniors? Is it the power or is it just serve or what is one aspect that is I different? I would say they're pressing the, the ball is heavier in the ATP than in juniors. Uh, mm-hmm. Every single shot. In the juniors, you could get sometimes easier balls and softer balls. In the ATP, every single goal, uh, ball that comes to you has a lot of spin and more power. This is uh, what I believe. Mm-hmm. And this is what I feel when I played, uh, I had the chance to play against, uh, play with Andy Murray, Kane Shikori, Dominic Team in the mm-hmm. ATP World Cup Finals. I could feel this. In the, in the yeah, I was going to ask you. That was one of my questions. How was that experience hanging out with Mompis and uh, Nishikori and all those guys at the World Tour Finals was, last year? It was it was it was an unbelievable experience. Never happy to be before. Uh, very grateful and very a very good experience for me to learn. Yeah. I learned a lot. Have you trained with Roger yet? Have you? I uh, know he's your idol. Have you got a chance to spend some time with Roger? No, unfortunately, no. I didn't have the chance, unfortunately. But uh, looking forward. Um, I really, I really hope I will have the chance to play with him. He's my biggest idol. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, uh, other question I have for you is, what is your short-term goal right now? I know you are transitioning to the senior uh, to the tour. Uh, what is your to- uh, goal for ranking? Where do you want to see yourself by the end of the year? How are you guys planning that? I put, um, I put a goal in the beginning of the year to reach uh, top hundred until the end of the year. Mm-hmm. I think it's achievable. Um, I just need to. Be in a, in a good shape, you know, and uh, play the game I'm playing, uh, serve well, and uh, be aggressive from the baseline. Every single match I will be playing this year will be very important. Uh, gaining points, it's part, of the, it's part of the ranking. Small step by step. It's, not, it's not easy. It will be very tough. I'm sure it will be very tough, but it's worth giving it a shot. No, absolutely. I think uh, maybe a few results in a row. I think it's for confidence. If you start on a roll, you can start building on it. So hopefully, yeah, we'll see you more. Well, in a few tournaments this year, a few big tournaments like uh, ATP 250 and ATP 500. Uh, mm-hmm. If I manage to a couple of challengers, it's, I can uh, I can reach until top 100 uh, by the end of the year. I'm so how, how does your ranking, I think, what is it right now, 197, 196? Okay, so how do you qualify for the qualifying tournament? So is there a cutoff for ranking? How do you know which tournament to enter with that ranking for qualifying? It's, uh, mm-hmm. If I manage to a couple of challenges, it's, I, can, I can reach until top 100 by the end of the year. I'm, 
Okay. So how does how your ranking, I think, what is it right now, 197, 196? 196. Okay, so how do you qualify for the qualifying tournament? So is there a cutoff for ranking? How do you know which tournament to enter with that ranking for qualifying? Uh, from the ATP player zone? Yeah, ATP players, like 250 or... Uh, how do you choose the tournament? How do I choose the tournament? Ah, I, I, I sign in, I sign into a few tournaments at the same mm -hmm. week, and there is a list of the players that, you know, that are participating in this tournament, mm -hmm. and you have the cutoff, there's a line, the, a red line at the end of the, of the draws, which, which means that that's the last player that's accepted, uh, okay. not below, yeah, be, be, below is the player that doesn't get in, so yeah. he's an alternate. And that's okay. how you know if you get in or not. So is there a surface preference? Like this week there are three tournaments going on. Two are on hard course and one on clay. So if there was a scenario, would you prefer either one? Which surface would you prefer if you had a choice? I would I would actually prefer, uh, prefer Quito. To, uh, my coach decided to go to Sofia after these two challengers are played in France. It's, it's fine. It was a good choice, I believe. We can end this. So one question. Of course, uh, uh if you were to give, give if you were to give a choice to win one major, what would be your dream tournament? Would it be Wimbledon, Roland Garros, the U.S. Open? Wimbledon. Right. And uh, what advice would you give people like us? Because you know I'm doing this podcast because I can never be a tennis player. Because I still play. So what advice you give to our audience who's listening to work on our game? Because our game is not that good, but we still play tennis uh, whenever we can. Ah, to to enjoy and uh, yeah, tennis is a wonderful game. You know, it uh, it can make friendships. Uh, you, you don't need to punch each other like in both. It's not a non-contact uh, sport. Uh, it's just you, the ball, and the net, and that's it. it Any is, message? Uh, I would say for our I, fans, uh, uh, for yeah, our audience base. Uh, that uh, for the audience, that uh, tennis is not a. Uh, it's a very difficult sport. Sometimes it seems easy on the TV, but it isn't. And uh, behind every player you see, there is a long and, uh, and big story. You know how the player develops. Most of the players here on the TV, you don't know how how they developed and uh, just 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 be happy watching the game. That's it. Absolutely, That's thank advice. you. Yeah. Be happy watching the game. I'm Stefano Sitsipas and you're listening to Tennis with an Accent.